Jackson, Burgoyne there as well. Still a chance. Ball fired out to Ruffhead. How big was that play? Here's Shields. What a beautiful finisher he is. McAvoy looked down wide. Well done. Got the handball to Hartung. That was brilliant football from McAvoy. Jopo still dangerous. Parrish gets back. Jopo too quick, too good. That's three in a row the Hawks. So his first game since the grand final of 2015. Ruffy's back with a goal. Listen to this. Hello and welcome to the Hawk Talk podcast. Oh, what is the point even? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Hawk Talk podcast. We knew it was going to be tough eventually, Tiz, to back up after a loss, but here we are. My name is Nick Mason, and joining me always is a man who was almost inducted into the Essendon Football Club's very own cult on Saturday (laughs) evening, the Tiz. Mate, you escaped though, you're still a hawker. Yep, yep, still a hawker, although they were were pretty impressive. What, the, the Essendon Football Club, the team, the playing group? I was impressed with the fans at the beginning. Oh, actually, really? You were impressed with the actually, fans? Actually, I, I was standing at the end of the aisle waiting to go to my seat and I had my little Hawthorne backpack yeah, in my hand. That's adorable. And someone punched the backpack and I thought, who's that prick? <laughs> and I turn and there's this big leering grin of Kevin Sheedy. Really? And I'm like, ah, oh, thanks, Kevin. Good luck tonight, mate. And I shook his hand and he shook my mate's hand who was with me. Oh, well, that's something and, at uh, least. And then he just strode on, you know. Is it exclusively backpacks he's whacking on the way through? Or I don't know. is it just all Hawks merchandise? He was obviously. He's got to be a busy man that he's evening, isn't he? He's obviously keen. <laughs> but uh, he's a bit of fun, Kevin. He's such a big personality. He is, he is. Um, quite a few big personalities in that stadium. I, I had a gutful of it about two minutes before the match. And I certainly was sick of it by the end. Yeah, it, it was a cult-like atmosphere. Let's be real about this. Oh, it, it was, is a, it was so ridiculous. Yeah, it was a catharsis. Those people felt, you know, that they'd been betrayed or something. But that's the weird thing, Tiz, because I mean, it's betrayed by their own club that they're cheering for. Yeah, well, you can't get away from your club, can you? We were talking about this last week. You don't yeah. want to be a Judas or anything. Exactly, but, um, yeah. I know you don't want to turn your back on the club, but you can put your foot down and say, look, that was a dark day in our club's history and I don't support it. We move on. You don't I, cheer. I did notice a lot of them weren't wearing the, weren't wearing the T-shirts. Yeah, I, didn't, I saw a T-shirt. I, I must admit I only saw one. Really? They set yeah. them out over each... Bay yeah, yeah. No, was, there was um, 18,000 of them, I think, and yeah. I only managed to see one, thank God. Yeah. Because well, I, w- I would have been sick. So maybe they're not drinking all the Kool-Aid. <laughs> no, they're drinking their own bathwater, mate. <laughs> Guzzling that down. But it was a fantastic atmosphere. Oh, look, it was. It was. It was, it was I think it was like 90,000. Like no, 78. Oh, 78. Jeez, yeah. someone quoted me 90,000. Nah. Just no, adding on an Essendon <laughs> supporter. <laughs> adding on a lazy 12,000 to that tally. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. Ah, well, the Hawthorne players congratulated them. and uh, And then, you know... You finally get home from the ground and you hit for the presser of Clarko and the yeah. first thing he sees is his big smiling grin. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> How do you mean? I didn't catch up on the presser, the, I must admit. The, I've, only heard, I've only read highlights of it. The still for the video that you click on is just yeah. him with a big bloody grin. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a bit oh, well, jarring. someone's not worried. <laughs> well, I sat there watching these pricks not knowing where to handball or kick it and 
Well, well, let's ah. let's recap for anyone who missed it. The result was Essendon did defeat Hawthorne, seventeen fourteen hundred sixteen to twelve nineteen ninety one. And tis, I guess, uh, speaking about Clarkson's general demeanour post match, are, are you worried by contrast, or what are your feelings about this? No, I, I think he's put this down to the emotion of the evening and not turning up on the night. Let's talk about uh, what went wrong. Let's try and uh, let's try and oh, unpack we... this game and, and and work out what went wrong and why we lost. Okay, well we're going to be here all day. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that bad? Because <laughs> I've got three points at least. Well, uh, there were a few players that didn't keep their head over the ball. That was a bit obvious. Um, Are we naming names? Are you can no, ask? I don't think we need to name names this <laughs> early in the year. But <laughs> come on, follow through. You're going to put people on blast. You're no, gonna... no, come on. No, I'm not doing it. Why? Are oh, you going to leave it to me do it to do heavy year, lifting? If they do it next year, uh, next week, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Already on to next year. Look, a, a week feels like a year at the moment. But uh, I want to know, so well, you're not, not going to tell me. You're we not going to... We started badly, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it seems like... We were playing catch-up until the end of the second quarter when we were, yeah. were ahead by 10 points and then we missed a couple of chances. It was as much as I lament the uh, implementation of the word fairy tale for this Essendon rubbish. They did have a fairy tale first 10 minutes or so. They did. It was a beautiful start from Essendon and we were playing catch up the whole time, really. Um, we did edge our way in front, but God, when we made it look so hard for ourselves on so many occasions. Well, we did. We weren't taking the first option. The tackles weren't sticking all the time. A lot of them weren't being paid as holding the ball. Oh, that, that, that was... really got under my skin. What is with that? Because oh, obviously we're tackling incorrectly. One of our uh, one of our followers on Twitter at Hawk Talk Pod suggested that we always get done for this. In that our free kicks just go unpaid. Yep. It doesn't matter what we do. We we never seem to get holding there the ball. Were, there were a couple favor. that were pretty obvious. Yeah. But having said that. We had our opportunities. We had more oh. scoring shots than Essendon. We oh, won yeah. the contested possession for the first time in how long? Yeah, well, this is my number one point for what exactly went wrong in this game, is we were wasteful in front of goal at critical moments. Like, they're clearly a problem. And you only have to look as far as uh, the likes of O'Meara, Langford, Vickery did twice. Now, I know, you know Lang- Vickery cops enough from opposition supporters, so I'm not going to lay into him, but... Those were two fairly gettable set shots, and we blew both those chances. It's it's worse than that, because all our debutants for the club mm. scored naught and seven. Right, okay. So, Mitchell, Amira, Vickery. Yep. Seven points. Now, if a couple of them are converted... Sailed through, yeah. Yeah, you know, we're right in the game. So, it may have felt like we were uncompetitive for large portions of the match, but... You know, we're not that far off Essendon. But the problem well, is, where do Essendon sit within the rest of the competition? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't I don't think at this stage you could look at that game and say Essendon That's are definitively a final okay. side. What I will say is we did not look like a final side. So if you flip the equation... Well, we didn't, have, at, we didn't have the intensity. That was the problem. I um I want to I want to take you back to last week and it fills me with no pleasure whatsoever to say I told you so but we did, <laughs> we did discuss I brought up the point that I felt Essendon could potentially burn us with their speed if we weren't efficient going forward. Now we're talking about wasting opportunities. Um, Essendon 
did seem to move the ball from coast to coast far too easily. But according to Clarkson's presser post-match, both teams apparently managed to do it 10 times apiece. That's true. And I didn't notice them overlapping us and running it through for a goal. I noticed them overlapping through the midfield and kicking long and yep. and we're not being able to handle a long ball. Yes. But I didn't notice them getting behind us. Well, there was a big difference in the end. Uh, Essendon scored 5-5 to our 1-9 and you flipped that script and we win the match. Simple as that. You, you stop being so wasteful going forward and suddenly we're looking okay. Yeah. Which is pretty damning. I don't think the game plan's wrong, but I'd love to know what... You don't think the game plan's wrong. That was my very next point. No. What what game plan are we talking I don't about exactly? I think we had the possession, the controlled <laughs> possession that we needed to enact the game plan. Okay. And poor bloody Jack Gunston was running around like <laughs> a chook there, with his he? head off. Oh, okay. He was on the wing. He was at half oh, back. Must, he I was half forward. Him. He was on the wing. And then in the second half, we had to take Shields and put him on uh, merit. Yeah. And uh, that sort of impeded us in, in getting the contested ball, but it did sort of lessen... Merritt's impact on the game. Which but was then Heppel con- bobbed up and he played a magnificent oh, yeah. game. Yeah, he did. But, I mean, nullifying Merritt was necessary. It's just mm. a shame that Heppel broke loose and was very important for them. I want to know, you hint at this so-called game plan. What exactly was it? I thought we were so systemless. And if anything, the thing that bothered me was we started to fall back into the habits of 2016. That's bombing it into Ford 50... <laughs> To a pack and hoping that we feast on the scraps. Oh, I thought, didn't you mention bombing it long to Hurley versus uh, Poppy? Yeah, I think there was a, a tweet that came in, in fact. Uh, let's see, it came from Liam who tweeted, We would like to play forwards up forwards. Sicily and Gunson are forwards. Kicking yeah. to Poppy one-on-one with Hurley was frustrating. And you know what, Liam? I tend to agree. <laughs> Because it happened so much. It was the story of last year, and I can't believe... Is that is that the plan that we're going to replicate this year? If so, it's going to be enormously frustrating. Who was on Disney? Fantasia. <laughs> I thought that's my, uh, that might be who you're referring <laughs> who, to. Who the hell was playing on him? Oh, no idea, mate. He's but, a good little player, but he's not that good. No, he's not that good, yeah. He's, oh. he's handy for them. I've got but, a feeling it was Sicily. Oh, it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Which, you know, I've got to be careful with what I say because I don't want to lay into Sicily when I know he's being played out of position. Yeah. It's just a crying shame. He's such a natural forward. I can't... But I honestly thought Tiz... And this is... Uh, this so, so you're thinking that Clarko has tinkered a little too much? If anything, at, the, at this stage, I think not enough, which I know sounds odd, but there was an article that quite ironically came up uh, surfaced on the AFL website about two or three weeks ago where Clarko was talking about the Kodak moment, which was referring yeah. to, um, you know, the, the... When Kodak realised they were going to go under yeah. and they did nothing. Yeah, the, the necessity to adapt. And that was a few weeks ago and it doesn't look like Clarko's well, adapted. Of course, the problem with that is you adapt to a situation but then there are maladaptions and yeah. you die, yeah. basically. Yeah, well, that's... If you don't get the adaption correct. That's fair enough. But <laughs> I feel like at this stage, I know round one, it's it's no, tough gotta, to go gotta, all in on gotta it. You've got to stay with the plan. Goodness. No, you don't stay with the plan. Yes, you it, do. it only took us so far last year. It was clear. He said in his presser for the semi final that it was time to make some changes. He hinted at that you they mean had. Personnel changes. Well, no, not, not necessarily personnel, but he sort of. Didn't he intimate that the game had sort of changed on Hawthorne? It was time to. Move with the times? Wasn't that the point? 
I seem to remember that was the case. Then the AFL said they'd pay hold in the ball this year and they didn't do it again on Saturday. Yeah. So you see, that made it a little bit hard. Nah, it still still doesn't dictate how we use the ball going forward. And I think um, it's the same old tired bullshit that we've seen. Well, I got the feeling that the players began to lose confidence in kicking it long because Vickery was getting in the way of Cyril. And that's a lack of Mm. cohesion there. Yeah, and yeah, maybe it'll take some time for our players you know, to work with one another. This is just going to take a little bit of time. We got five. We got five new players, isn't it? Uh, I'd have to double check that figure, but yeah, we we had some new faces, and most of them are playing in midfield, which mm. is the motor of the side. Yeah. So if they're not working well together, everyone else is second guessing what they're going to do. Well, I think that was also the problem. And um, the problem really was that we were giving Essendon space to run into. Yeah. And we weren't creating our own space. We were going yeah. around the boundary line. A couple of times we got through the middle. We didn't oh, convert, yeah. as you said. Oh, that was shocking. But, like when we had them on toast, when yeah. we did exactly what they were doing to us, mm. um, we didn't make the most of it. But which, the capacity really is there. It's not like watching Frio. It's not like watching Sydney. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Sydney it, didn't turn up. Yeah. Frio didn't turn up. We turned up, but we kept hitting the gas and nothing... Nothing would you know, translate. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I want to bring up just one final point that okay. is a little annoying to me before we start reviewing what is it, went is right it Langford? with the game. No, it's not Langford. I thought Langford had a reasonable game. Hartung? Uh, Hartung might be in this list. <laughs> uh, although I've been put on blast via Twitter, my own personal account... For suggesting that Hartung wasn't, I, wasn't any good. I thought it wasn't his game. He made the right options every now and again. Yeah. But he, he had one moment that was just awful. I mean, he got what did he get run down by the Ruckman? That I don't, I don't even remember, to be honest. But oh. I know he, he had something like 20 touches and a goal, and yeah. I, I'm told that that's a quite that's reasonable one of, that's, game. That's a good game. Yeah. He's a fairly adequate player, and I don't know if he's going to repeat that every week. I'm oh. not suggesting that he always hits the scoreboard, mind you. That's not always the measure of a good game. He's but pretty consistent, and he'd have a premiership medallion if it wasn't... Oh, I don't know. I think we agree to disagree on that one. Okay. I, I, yeah, I don't think he's quite as good as some other people, some other fans believe. But he's the least of our problems. I think our more experienced players were either invisible or exposed the other night. Um, let's talk about Taylor Jaray. Uh He's probably the worst of them. Agree? Okay. Disagree? What did you find so bad about Taylor? Pretty much everything we saw in the JLT. It's not changed. He's he's especially panicky this year, it seems. Brian? Yeah? You don't see it? Well, he was on the far side. Yeah. I, <laughs> I kept on turning and going, who was that? And someone would <laughs> yeah. say, Duray. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, after the fourth time, I was like, oh, no, they're just kidding me. Couldn't nah. have been him again. Nah, it's him. Yeah. yeah. Well... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, he's um, he did have his work cut out on Saturday night, but he seems to lack awareness. Yeah, he seems quite nervy and seems to be a bit of a liability at the moment. Mind you, Birchall didn't play too well. Oh, but this is what I'm saying. I single out Duray, but, didn't know, play too well. Gunston, I don't know what. Again, I, I feel like Gunston's being misused. You wouldn't you wouldn't know. If you start if you started supporting Hawthorne I'm gonna th- tell from you. this year, from the JLT series, and someone told you, Oh, Gunston's one of our best goal kickers. Yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. You would have no idea based on what we're doing at the moment. I'm gonna tell you now that individual 
brilliant kept us in that game on Saturday night. Yeah, I, I would agree the with that. Team, the capacity of the team is much higher than what we saw. Yeah. There was no cohesion between the backs and the midfield and the midfield to the forwards. Yep. And when that happens, we are going to look much, much better. Now, it's well, round one. Yeah. Every year, we have some shocking, god-awful <laughs> performance early on. <laughs> that prompts everyone to want to sack Clarkson. And we all question, what has he done? How can yeah. you be so bad with all these great players? Yeah. And then you get Pyrrhic and Robbo going, oh, didn't didn't Mitchell do well over at West Coast? Oh, yeah. And, okay, and we'll Lewis looked good for Melbourne, didn't he? Oh. And then you realise we actually won the contested possessions. Yes. And we yep. won contested marks. Well, that's the thing. Which Let's... is exactly what we were talking about in our preview episodes. Yeah. We had to correct. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, let's move into what went right with this game. We're not yeah. going to be all doom and gloom. It is round one after all as well. And you're completely right. Clearances and contested footy. They're things that we needed to work on 2017. We've discussed that. And, uh, hey, we did. And, so, And it's going to take a while to adjust to winning those, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will admit, watching the game, I at some points felt frustrated with uh, centre clearances. We I, won them as well. I know. I couldn't believe it. Once I read that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. well... Well, it ticks in those boxes. That's good. That's yeah, a good start. It is. And and Tom Mitchell, my goodness, what yeah. a player. Tom Mitchell, uh, the best Mitchell of the round. <laughs> best Mitchell of the uh, round. Don't believe what you read in the media. It's rubbish. I know Sam Mitchell had a good game, but if we're going purely by uh, fantasy points and, and overall performance... And Jordan Lewis played a wonderful first half. Yep. So, I mean, don't believe what you read in the media, people. Don't get too sour on our departed players no, and, no. And, and having to move on from that. What I'm sour about is, their bloody, is now they're appreciated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People now love they're it, like, oh, they? gee, they're good now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. their statesman-like qualities are Did you hear they've won apparent. four premierships apiece? Oh, incredible. Yeah, I, I must have missed that, sorry. I didn't notice, yeah, <laughs> until they got to other clubs. Oh, uh, it, ha- it always happens. <laughs> I'm sure it happens to other teams as well. I'm sure it doesn't. But <laughs> really... What about, like, Eddie Betts moving from Carlton? We'll get to Eddie Betts. But, I mean, you know, moving from Carlton. You imagine how sour Carlton people would have he's been after that. He's a much better player. Yeah, Adelaide. okay, fair enough. Yeah, he's objectively better. Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe not a good example. He's like, he's like the only one that has gone to Adelaide and got better. <laughs> Everyone else leaves Adelaide and gets better. <laughs> yeah. As I said, we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, another thing that went right, you've touched on it, Mitchell. But uh, I just think the general fact of... Recruiting O'Meara and Mitchell to be the engine room of Hawthorne, it's mm. it's working. Yeah. Like, it's going well. They're, they're doing what we need them to do. Um, and they'll have, um, you know, once everything else clicks into gear around them, they'll, they'll be phenomenal. And, yeah, I like I think that's a big tick in the box for me. The other one, I guess, we can't go without mentioning is Ruffy's return felt pretty good. It did. Yeah. And he got a pretty warm... Uh, applause when he kicked his goal. Yeah. Did you feel that uh, Essendon partook in that? I couldn't tell from where I was, but... Oh, there was there was, uh, there was was clapping, but there wasn't any yeah. cheering. You know, it's just oh, a no, polite yeah. cricketing clap. No, I don't I don't yeah. expect them to cheer for Roughhead, but yeah, it's some sort of recognition is nice. No, it, well, we certainly got a roar from the crowd. And, yeah. And there weren't any boos, so... That's good, that's know. good. Can't say the same from where Actually, I was standing in M10. Plenty of boos from us at one point. And... At uh, one point, I did look across yeah. at our cheer squad yeah. and wondered where the hell they were. It's a bit thin, wasn't it? I noticed that too. Um, my sister pointed it out, actually. She's like, where's our, where's our cheer squad? Yeah. 
because had, had most, stuff on clearly. Yeah, it's very. Maybe they all had a toilet break <laughs> during the middle of the third quarter. I don't know. Yeah, but I have noticed that in the past. To be fair, that was a, a good sparse every good time again. to take a toilet break is the third quarter. <laughs> hey, I want to get to some um, questions from Twitter. Uh, at Hawk Talk Pod, if you'd like to tweet at us, we love debriefing with you guys. That was great, by the way. You know, mind you, it was it was a loss, obviously, but debriefing with our Twitter community on Saturday night after the game, I enjoyed that. So thanks everyone for tweeting at us. I'm just looking over at Tears. I don't think you were quite as up for tweeting about it after the game, were you? No, 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 no. I put my head in the sand for, sore, for a good sorry. twelve hours. Oh, you, you did the Essendon approach of just putting your head in the sand. <laughs> oh, that's ironic. Uh, let's go to some questions and comments from Twitter. Uh, we've covered what Liam said. Uh, Jacqueline tweeted, "It's going to be a long season based on tonight's performance." Is that jumping the gun? Tears? Absolutely. It's a little bit. It is round one. Yeah. How often do we lose round one? Usually, it's against Geelong as well. I think we should prevent. Uh, preemptively remove his microwave just quietly. <laughs> or Jacqueline's microwave. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about Stuart? Stuart tweeted, third quarter issues continue from JLT. It's a worry. That's yeah, not it's... Cade Stewart, is it? He's trying to get in the side. <laughs> well, I mean, he'd, probably... he'd want to get a game at the moment. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Well, hey, well, I did enjoy well, one. What, what, you're saying there's no space for Cade Stewart in our lineup? I think there is. Uh, yeah, okay. Who are you dropping? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't. I really don't. Now, Hodge know. has got to come back first. Yeah. Well, that's number one, isn't it? Yeah. So once Hodge, once Hodge comes in, I don't know who else goes out apart from that one player. Um, let's let's look at uh, Jared tweeted. We are way too slow when we don't have the ball. Was always going to be our biggest worry this season and proven last night. Uh, we we did look quite slow, but you know what they it's do. The space. It's managing the space. Yeah, and that's and you know who used the space really well. I mean. Tip and Woody is so good, mate. What a pickup. Uh yeah, okay. You don't you don't rate him? No. Why? Well, do you think there are deficiencies in his game or it's just a He just went out over the back. I mean it's the old Eddie Bits <laughs> trick. Well Which uh, we'll see again. Yeah, we'll probably see it again. But if you don't that's stop his, that's his role. If you don't stop it, it's a pretty good trick, surely. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well you know, he didn't put us to the sword, it was Heppel and Merit and yeah, that's right. Yeah, he wasn't the be all and end you know, all. He's going to do that every week. I will say this about um, I love watching him. Yeah, I think oh, he's yeah. great. I think he's exciting and yeah. talented. And but I don't think he was the difference. No, he wasn't the difference. But yeah, he was very exciting to watch. And I will give Essendon fans, though I loathe to say it, a little bit of credit because when he gets the ball, oh the sound, oh, the place yeah. erupts it's like Buddy again. Oh yeah, oh it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, Buddy of old, and I remember. Uh, well, I think to some extent still when Rioli gets the ball, yeah. you can hear the stadium just lift another notch. It's a beautiful thing to witness. It, it is, yeah. It's, a, it's it's kind of like a little groan. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, it, I don't know. It's a sort of uprising groan of expectation. Yeah, yeah. Or well, I, I prefer to think as a moan. Oh, no, like, no. <laughs> I don't use the word moan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to point Bruce out... Bruce does. I want to point out that Vickery yeah. did one of the... Fi- one of the things I haven't seen players do for a long time. <laughs> okay. He uh, he couldn't take a mark and he got blocked out of the marking contest, right? Yeah. And he's just gone to the umpire. What was that? Yeah. Are you never going to pay this ever? Yeah. 
And I said to my mate sitting next to me, asking you still receive. And the umpire went, free kick victory. <laughs> now, he didn't kick the goal, yeah. but that was terrific. I mean, a great moment. Got all the Essendon fans what? involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they hated that. Um, you don't think players ever ask the umpire? Like, they asked No, the but it was rewarded. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, really... I guess that is unique, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And he, he was... Yeah, Excuse was... me, sir. May I have a free <laughs> kick and shot at goal? Thank you. Thank you kindly. Let's review some burning questions ahead of this round uh, coming up against Adelaide. Uh, is the loss we've just had a blip or a true indication of where we're at? I think we've covered this one. What do you reckon? I, I mean, it is round one after all. We're a developing side. It's a marathon, yeah. you know. Yeah, marathon, not a sprint, etc., etc. Yeah. Big bundle of cliches. Uh, are we going to put players in the positions that they're most suited to? No, now, no, no we're never going to do that ever again. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. You know you know, Clarko does this. He has uh, plan A, yep. plan B for after the bye, plan C approaching finals, yeah. and then there's a combination of the three. It's like listening to a, a Mozart symphony that turns up <laughs> in, in the finals. What worries me is that this is our plan A. Yeah, well, this is the first one. Sicily playing down back should not be plan A. Well, having a, such a prolific forward, a proven prolific forward such as Jack Gunston, running around the entire field and not staying at home in the goals. I, I'm not okay. I'm not necessarily saying stay at home in the goal square, but just you got to make him damaging on the scoreboard. Yeah, he didn't have any marks on the wing, which is usually his game. Yeah. Um, and uh, Shuey was rather insignificant. He was. He was. Yeah, that's a, quite unfortunate. Uh, it looked like we. Looked like we lost it at the selection table, to be quite honest. Yeah, in some ways, yeah, I'd, I'd we say that's true. Tall yeah, going yeah. forward, um, could have d- done with Kate Stewart. <laughs> I would like to see Kate Stewart get a game. I know you would. I really, I'm, I'm hanging out for Did it. You see how many number ten Guernseys there were around? <laughs> oh, that's all Bradley Hill, mate. They're all Brad Hill fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's just convenient that Hawks and are just rubbing in. their hands. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, Now, last burning question ahead of uh, the next round. Does Hodge add anything to the team that we missed in round one? Yeah, a leading forward. (laughs) Or just leadership in general. (laughs) Just anyone to give some semblance of direction. No, I didn't mean it like that. I meant none of our forwards led the whole night. I reckon Hodge plays forward this year. Oh, yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. Oh, look, you know, Clarkson could throw up anything at this point. I'm willing to believe anything will happen. Uh, as far as positions just, are concerned. I mean, his leadership out there will, will help us greatly, and I think we're going to need a bit of help. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree Did you with watch that. that game? With uh, Adelaide GWS? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen highlights. Adelaide looked pretty good. They look very good. <laughs> you know, GWS is sitting on the bottom of the ladder, which is hilarious. <laughs> Did you notice that? No. Flag favourites one week and they're bottom of the ladder at the end of round one. My favourite was when Carlton was second after the first game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. In what alternate reality are Richmond and Carlton going to be one and two at the end of the year? It's <laughs> never going to happen. Well, what what do you think happens Saturday? Because I've been betrayed and embarrassed. <laughs> About what? With my it's, tipping. Yeah, well, I think that's most people. <laughs> I think that's round one in general most years, but this this week was pretty tough to tip a few, couple of upsets. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, well, let's look at the selection table. What changes? What changes would you make? Because Hodge has got to come in for somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, I'm Stewart's number one fan. Obviously, it's been been outed on this podcast as being his number one fan. Right. Uh, Jure is probably the number one guy in the gun at this time. 
What you, changes would you make? Well, I wouldn't be changing Duray. Give what him more gonna, time. You're going to put Stratton on Betts and Stratton has played on Betts. Who's going to play on and on Charlie Cameron? Well, I think Charlie Cameron's played his good then game. Then you've got Menzel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think Duray definitely stays in the side. I think uh, Shuey probably goes straight out. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he's fairly uh, fairly invisible. And uh, we just need a bit more pace. Yep. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And poise. Pace and poise, Yes. Yeah, yeah. But it's going to take a while. The cohesion obviously isn't there from the training drills. And yeah. we're going to have to find it in-game. I guess I just hoped that there'd be a little less rust after the JLT. But maybe if it has to take more time, it has to take more time. Yeah. We'll become a well-oiled machine eventually. Who gets your three votes? It's got Mitchell, I reckon, from three votes from this yeah, game. Yeah, Tom Mitchell. Yep. Yep. Well, Ruffy he's... played very well. Yeah. Well, that settles it for mine. A Mitchell well on his way to a Brownlow. <laughs> Two Mitchells as Brownlow medalists. Uh, hey, speaking of Brownlow, uh, we're debuting a, uh, a new segment on the podcast. It is award season. We're not waiting till the end of the year. To wait for the uh, for the Brownlow to be awarded, <laughs> okay. we're going to have weekly awards, yep. and there's going to be uh, a new category every week. New ones given out. I've actually got two for round one, Tiz. <laughs> so strap in. Uh, this is are the... these awards going to change weekly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the, so this week we're presenting the inaugural award for most enjoyable instance of Schadenfreude. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you know where I'm going with this? Do you have any Better nominations? Rewalt. Oh no, I wouldn't do that. Come on, I don't want to. I don't want to see you guys. <laughs> that do a was knee. one of the most painful moments of this round. Oh, I don't, mate. I don't want to see any player okay. do a knee. Good. Come on, give me a little more credit. <laughs> no, this is uh, this harks back to Friday night because, uh, like, you know personally, and people listening to this podcast would know, I'm well and truly sick of the Bulldogs hype machine. But it was an exquisite pleasure to see Travis Cloak slot through a goal against his own oh, side. Did you right. watch that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably his best set shot in years as well. That's what made it so delicious. Yeah, and there couldn't have been more cameras on Buckley at that moment. Oh, and Joffa as well. Oh, because the Collingwood Army were just <laughs> booing Cloak out of the stadium. Yeah, and you would, wouldn't you? Oh, you would. Oh, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. I've no problems with that. I then found the- that strange. People writing, "Oh, how can you boo a oh, Premiership player?" Hey, if it's not racially motivated, who cares? People boo players. That's not new. That yeah. always happens. You're gonna boo Sammy. Oh, well, I probably won't boo Mitchell, to be honest. Jordan? No, I don't... Okay, I don't know about booing our own players who have been serviceable for us. I don't think I ever booed Franklin. What? Yeah, nah. I, you know this. I enjoy watching Franklin What, even in much. the grand final, you didn't boo him when he was coming uh, in for that? Look, pro- Come on. I, I'm not going to say I didn't do it in the grand there final. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it's all about the stakes. Oh, Matt, yeah, exactly. All bets are off in the grand final. I'll boo whoever I want. <laughs> Um, now the reactions of Joffer and Co was simply priceless for mine because everyone loves to hate Collingwood and and I think for everyone the AFL community at large this is one of the more enjoyable moments of the round so congratulations to Travis Cloak who wins the inaugural award for most enjoyable incidents of Schadenfreude now I've got a second one lined up (laughs) this one's a nicer one this is the inaugural players are people 2 award what? 
Yeah, the inaugural Players Are People 2 award. We have now, to be reminded, do we? Well, we do have to be reminded because a lot of the time they're shit blokes and they're terrible and we hate them. Oh. But this is a this is a nice thing. Uh, Eddie Betts had a failed specky attempt halfway through the second quarter against GWS. He tried to ride the back of Phil Davis to take a miraculous mark, but did you see he pl- just plummeted face first into the oh, turf? Did he? Yeah, oh. have you not seen this highlight? It's no. worth, <laughs> worth looking this up. It's really it's really quite good. Not not that specific moment, but what happened after? Because Phil Davis saw him crash and burn yeah. and just just instinctually just went over to him in this, this sensational act of sportsmanship. And laughed in his face? <laughs> no, he was he seemed genuinely concerned okay. for his health and well being. And I just think that's a really nice touching moment. Were they ahead at that stage, GWS? I can't remember. I think the I think there was still life in the game. Right. So no, it was just uh, it was really good to see a footballer concerned for a, an opposition player. I, some people would call that soft. I call it being human. It, oh, okay, uh, kind of like when Hodgie was helped up in the West Coast Grand Final. Oh yeah, and people singled that out as yeah, yeah. I yeah, I think there's a line, you know. What do you think of that? If uh, I think well, who, it's totally th- out of character. But imagine if Sam Mitchell had done that. Oh, I think who cares. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I, I basically think who cares? Yeah. Because, I don't know, it's, you're not handing them a goal, are you? Like, you're only helping the guy up. Who cares? Actually, I was thinking earlier, all these articles about Lewis and Sam Mitchell really pissing me off. In the Premier League, yeah, you're allowed to uh, lease players out to other clubs. Yep. On the proviso, they don't play against you. Now, I reckon we should have done that. <laughs> okay. It's a brilliant idea. Yeah, it would have worked and quite like well. like Melbourne would have said no. Yeah. <laughs> a Melbourne, a club that makes good decisions now. I'm a bit worried. I'm a bit fearful of that. Oh, who knows? It's round one. That's the beauty of round yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Still, anything could happen. Promise the world. Uh, that's, the, uh, that's the award season done. You want to talk about promise the world. I thought my anti-fantasy team was going well, Tiz. Oh, I had such now, high hopes. I was sitting, you know, I was watching my fantasy Yeah, because you, you have one too, and you strive to do well, unlike yeah, exactly. my team. Yeah, exactly, and I'm getting nervous and all this kind of stuff, and then I noticed that a couple of your picks have done oh. particularly well. I know. For anyone which, who, which felt good, because I know you have a couple of my players in your <laughs> side. It's true. For anyone who's not up to speed with the anti-fantasy team, my goal is I've created a fantasy team that I want to be the worst performed in the entire to lose anti-fantasy the most system. money. Yeah, to lose the most value and just become a shit team basically now i didn't realize first of all i will qualify i didn't realize that a few of my players in my selected side didn't actually play oh, okay. or weren't selected now that was an honest mistake on my oh, part yeah. i know i want to play this play, fairly playing the amateur card yeah no come on i want to be the worst i can be and i take it very seriously Jeez. so such a good line but <laughs> that's a quote it's my it's the title of my autobiography <laughs> um, now there were some outside of that not changing players in time. I did try. Um, I think it was on Thursday or Friday night. It ticked over to uh, seven fifty-one, and I was locked out. I was in the middle didn't of changing you know that was someone. Happen. There's a big I countdown d- on the site. I didn't notice the. I didn't notice what time it was. <laughs> I just didn't see it. So um, outside of that, there were some absolutely catastrophic selections on my part because Adelaide dominated GWS as yeah. we've covered, yeah. and as a result, Atkins. He Atkins. Pick, he picked up 140, yeah. 114 points. Wow. I'm like, I don't even know really who he is. I've never seen... I 
can't remember watching him play. Yeah, he did have a so good game. So he had a good and Charlie Cameron got 112. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Well, they're going to have to come straight out. Oh, well, I've, I've, well, I've already made my trades. I, I, that's the other thing. I didn't know there was a cap on trading. Two weeks. Two, two yeah, I, I didn't know. So I've already made my trades. And I think I got, I got rid of Atkins for uh, Josh Caddy. But um, Charlie Cameron remains in the side. Didn't Caddy score well? No, nah, not that well. Okay. Considering how much he's worth on AFL So who was your highest well. scorer? Uh, I think it was Atkins, in fact, with 114. And your lowest? My lowest was uh, Daniel Talia, oh, also yeah. for the Crows. He yeah. only got 18. Mm-hmm. And I think Zach Dawson got about 23 or something. So close. And who was your captain? Oh, I'm not, I think... Uh, oh, that's a good... Atkins? No, no, I don't think it was. I'm not sure who my captain was because it was Wells, but oh, I got rid of Wells, right. so I can't, I can't even remember. But I mean, this it's just an unfortunate round, really, because even Jesse White and Jared Waite both did pretty well. Uh, White, <laughs> Jesse White racked up 85 points. Jared Waite kicked 1-7. And I read that, and I was like, oh, you beauty. And what did he score? He still got 97 points. Wow. Yeah. That's so, all the marks. So, I don't know. Well, I've made my changes. I didn't realise you could only make two trades, so... Let's get this straight. You're doing badly at doing badly. (laughs) I'm failing at failing. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, what a legacy I'm leaving (laughs) behind at this stage. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Yeah, to be honest, look... Um, it's early days, mate. Well, it's You'll like get Hawthorne. It wrong. I'm going to click You'll get it gear. wrong soon. You'll <laughs> get it wrong soon. Yeah, you know it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to fail the hardest anyone's ever failed. Mark my words. <laughs> How are you going with your team before we press on? Oh, I did all right. I was quite happy. Um, some of the rookies weren't too great, but uh, generally my uh, A-graders that I've selected, they were all right. Can people join our team? Like our league, sorry? Yeah. Yeah, I think the league begins... Uh, in round next, two, round it? two. So, so uh, we'll, we'll tweet that out. Yeah, it's out. Oh, okay. It's uh, we'll, out up we'll, there, but we'll retweet yeah, we'll it. Retweet put it up, it. Put yeah, it up there again. There. There's a Super Coach League and an AFL Fantasy League. Yep. Uh, as always, we'd love to hear from you at Hawk Talk Pod is our Twitter, and of course, uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. And Nick does have his team listed in our league, so you're assured of one win. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's the incentive right there. Hey, uh, Tiz, going to rewind to uh, last week, pre-game, just quickly. I oh. did cut a promo yeah. on Essendon. Now, that's that went be... a little bit viral, that thing, didn't it? It, it did all right. It did all right. But that's going to be the tricky thing going forward, isn't it? Because some, some weeks we're going to have, have a have loss. Do you have the venom for Adelaide? Oh, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> what, it sounds like a challenge. Do you want me to pretend to be an Adelaide supporter this time? I, I think that helps because I feel like we know exactly where we begin with this one, Tiz. Oh, Adelaide, your club sure did a bang-up job of holding the best player in the league back from reaching his full potential, didn't you? Now that the dust has settled, we know how the breakup with Dangerfield actually played out. It's not me, it's you. And let's be honest, it's not just Danger. You've made a habit of kissing some genuine superstars goodbye. Thanks for Jack Gunston, by the way, ever so kind. And I'm sure Kurt Tippett's loving life in Sydney too. It's almost like nobody wants anything to do with the Adelaide Crows. Well... That's not exactly right, is it? At least you got Kyle Chaney and Luke Loudon. Look on the bright side, eh? But seriously, let's talk about one of your big recruits, Eddie Betts. Eddie, I liken you to a diet Cyril. You're about as half as delicious and you don't compare to the original. Your fans prattle on about Eddie's pocket. Cyril's pocket is the kind that jingle jangles with medals. Four-time premiership player and a Norm Smith for good measure. But oh, no, no, no. We bang on about Eddie Betts did this, Eddie Betts did that. Eddie Betts has an amazing bag of tricks. 
Newsflash, Angus Litherlin made you disappear. <laughs> and yes. when you're not being made to look second rate by a Box Hill mainstay, Ben Stratton spinning you right round like a record, baby. And you'll never forget about Ben Stratton. Wasn't it his game-saving tackle that sent you packing from a preliminary final? Wasn't it a classic Lance Franklin clutch goal that eliminated you from a 2007 final series? And who could forget that time we crushed you in the 2015 semi-final on our way to, oh, that's right, a three-peat. Oh, yes, Adelaide. We've shared some great times together, some of my most cherished memories. And this weekend at the MCG, Hawthorne writes the next chapter of your never-ending sub story. <laughs> so, to all you feral fans of the red, gold, and navy blue, take note. When the mighty hawks collide with the pride of South Australia, our boys are going to beat them, they're going to mistreat them, they're going to leave you empty like a club's museum. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we can have a win this week It doesn't make me look like a bloody fool How about that Hawthorne? <laughs> have we got any final thoughts heading into this game? Saturday afternoon, it's an early one Yeah, we've against got a Adelaide. Saturday Arvo game They're always yep. good Yeah, it's one thirty-five or one forty-five. Well, or something I think like that. we can expect a bit more venom from the boys this week, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yep. Um, that said, it's going to be a tough assignment if... Uh, look, how much are we reading into round one? Because I only say it's going to be a tough assignment based on what Adelaide did in round one. They looked good. They did look good, but, you know, GWS, what were they doing? Well, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's so hard to call. When can we start making big sweeping calls, if not round one? Do we get maybe three, four rounds in before we start seeing how things are taking shape? Uh, would, well, would you have backed... The dogs for the premiership after six rounds? No. No, that's that's, true. that's, a, that's a very good point. And you've yep. got to remember that now we've got the bye before finals. Yep. So if you've got a if you've got a injury free list, mm. you're looking so much better than a team that's won more games but has more injuries to yeah. the best lineup. Yep. So it's very much changed how they're gonna coach and how they're going to keep the fitness up of the boys. Mm-hmm. They've got to they've got to keep changing how we're playing all year, and I just think we didn't know how Essendon were going to play. Yeah, and we weren't ready for it. Oh, well, that's the thing. Heading into the game, both teams were a bit of a question mark in their own right, and on the night, Essendon turned into an exclamation mark, and we remained a question mark. Who mm. knows what Hawthorne's going to dish up? I look, it can't be worse than that, really. But we, know, we know what Adelaide's going to do. They're doing what they did last year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, if anything's going to make us... That look. was a classic game what, last the, year. What, what we won by... Oh, with uh, Puopolo kicking yeah. the... Yeah. God, we've had some good times against Adelaide, haven't we? Yeah. So much to mention. Well, at least they attack. They're, they're a good... You know, they play a good style. It should be a cracking game of footy. Did you know before that... I've got a big day ahead of me. Before that, I've got to go to the Sydney Family Day. I'll Did say hi to Lance for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anyone else there still? Oh, the captain. Uh, you're right. Yeah, yep. Yes, he was, as my girlfriend keeps reminding me, a Hawthorne player once. <laughs> uh, we've got Stuart Dew there. Maybe, oh, yeah. or maybe Dew will be around. When I'll is, say hi to him. When is he going to take a coaching role? He's just hanging out for Longmire to piss off. Uh, yeah, I think just, so. I think just, so. Come on, Longy. In case anyone out there is How wondering... How many more grand finals do you have to lose before I get the rain? <laughs> in case anyone out there is wondering, I'm... I am attending for the sake of my girlfriend being a Swan supporter, not just for kicks and not just to lay eyes on Lance Franklin. Although that is always a treat, no matter the context. But uh, yeah, Sydney Family Day, then Hawks Adelaide at the MCG. 
and then uh, a bit of comedy festival action. Yeah, it's a big day. Right. Hopefully the comedy festival doesn't start at 1pm or whatever it is. You're right into this comedy festival, aren't you? Yeah, I'm right into it. I've got plenty to recommend. But, uh, well, that's a, that's a tale for another time, maybe. I'll, I'll give my recommendations once the, once once the festival starts. Once you've seen starts. the shows. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not going to base see on nothing. <laughs> hey, can't go off half-cock too early. I like always find one. the best comedy festival shows are the ones that don't work. Yeah, yeah, to some extent that is true. You've you've hit something important there. Uh, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a hectic time. It's gonna be made all the better if uh, Hawthorne's up and about. We'll see what happens on Saturday. Tis now just uh, just to let listeners know, we're not going to be doing teams this week. That was a special, just one off season and round one preview that we released on Thursday night last week. What we're going to be doing going forward is we're just going to be doing the recaps. So. Um, we will be tweeting, of course. We'll be announcing the teams and giving our thoughts during the week, keeping you updated on everything Hawthorne Football Club. But as for our next episode, that's going to be next week to do a recap of our match against Adelaide. Any final thoughts, Tiz? Oh, you got to predict. Uh, at the risk of sounding like a bit of a pessimist, I think we're heading for another loss. I'll say it'll be touch and go with 12 minutes. Okay. And Hawthorne will win. All right, so it's going to come down to the wire with 12 minutes to go on the clock. And Hawthorne will triumph somehow, as we somehow found a way last year. That's a very specific prediction. Okay, I'm happy with it. (laughs) All right, we'll revisit that prediction next week. I'll bring up the audio if I have to. They're only predictions. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's been another podcast. Uh, Disappointing to have a loss, but hope to get on the winner's list on Saturday against the Adelaide Crows. We are a happy team at Hawthorne.